Welcome to Sports, 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 a show around sports, sports culture and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey, guys. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, I'm back. Episode 40. Episode 40. And what do we got? 40s for episode You got 40s for 40. Drinking 40s. (laughs) Well, before we get too far into this, you guys don't know about this. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Last. Are you retiring? Episode 39, you guys were alone. Yes. You had um, a question and answer session. I just wanted to do a quick house cleaning on some things that... uh, Oh, I, is it, are you I noticed, checking? I us? noticed. Yeah, just just quickly. Wait, we, we didn't go. claim to be accurate. <laughs> we were just riffing. We're just doing what we do. First off, Vladimir Guerrero, Guerrero Jr. Guy's amazing. Yes, He's we covered that. 183 at bats, 426 average batting average. Yeah, right if you now. want to talk about him, you could have been here for uh, the last episode. 11 home runs, <laughs> OPS over good. one. Yeah, it's very pretty good. good. Uh, another question I noticed: uh, What if you kick a ball? You're correct. There is no feeling like it in the world. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. I kicked a home run once and kicked ball. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it was nice, yeah, right? It was just awesome. over everybody's yeah. head. It feels amazing. Just bla- I knew as soon as I made contact, it You're was like, gone. Yep. <laughs> uh, favorite sports gambling term, vigorish. That is also correct. Yes. You guys nailed it. Yeah. I've actually used that term on this. Vigorish? Vigorish, yeah. The big. Yeah. I knew uh, the vig, but I didn't, I didn't know it was Only because it's about juice. I, well, part of this, yeah, yeah it's, it's fact-checking, but I wanted to point out times. You, you guys nailed it. Tom Thank Brady, how, uh, how self-aware? You're correct. He's not, a, not, not at all. Not at all. And, no self-awareness. And that is how a Michigan man handles things. <laughs> uh, what if you try to play basketball? I can confirm it would not be good. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. None of us have a shot. Christian Hackenberg went to the Raiders. I thought that was like uh, softball for you, Reed. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, time constraints. Well, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get into <laughs> we, it. We yeah, couldn't, squeeze couldn't, that couldn't in. go that it's, deep into the black hole. I, I didn't need to die. Yeah, tribe. yeah. Uh, Alive is twenty-five years old, and uh, at one point, still Rowdy stands up. It still stands up, but at one point, Rowdy said, "This is going great." Uh, he was actually incorrect. It was not. It was not going great at the time. <laughs> no, it, at the yeah, time. No, it wasn't. It okay. wasn't at all. Fair enough. Yeah, you guys were talking about two totally different movies. Uh, it was. Uh, Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't great. <laughs> what were we talking about then? Ride with the devil. Oh yeah, and ravenous. And ravenous. ravenous. Yeah. Um, Jewel. Alive. By the way, I spoke with a listener uh, over the weekend who said that. Uh, were you out signing uh, autographs? Alive is apparently streaming. And oh really? This listener confirmed that Alive is actually not good. Not good. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's what so. I. I, I don't remember it being all that good. Everybody reserves the right to be incorrect. <laughs> yes. Um, I was uh, also correct. Uh, the Thunder should have been named the Bison. Thank that you. That was clearly yeah, the right that answer. Was the, the only yep. answer. Um, but the luxury tax is also immoral because okay. the only moral and righteous economic structure is free market capitalism and the luxury oh. tax stinks of rotten socialism. Yeah. Okay. That, again, I teed you up for that yeah. And, and, yeah. and just missed. Sometimes I try to, I try to contain myself. Yeah. The three top sports movies, you were almost there. Hoosiers is actually not right. Hoosiers is terrible. Rudy what? is Rudy is Whoa. also terrible. Whoa. Also incorrect, Remember the Titans, which you did not mention. Uh, that is a bad movie. Remember the tie? Yeah. I'm well, not, what are your top? I'm not a huge Denzel fan. You did get uh, League of Their Own, correct? League of Their Own is awesome. Okay. Sandlot? 
Oh, Miss Sandlot. And Caddyshack. We but mentioned Caddyshack. We did mention yeah, Caddyshack. I've never seen it. Yeah, great movie. What about Bad News Bears, the original? Walter Bad News Matthew. Bears, honorable mention. Also, yeah. The Hustler, Ladybugs. I mentioned The Natural. The Natural. That's got to be yeah, That's an there. okay movie. Yeah, Roy Cannib- Hodges. Cannonball Run, Karate Kid. None of those are mentioned. Cool Runnings. How do we miss Cool oh, Runnings? Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. Oh, great movie. John movies. Candy. Movies wow. with a sports scene. Again, I thought this was going to be a great one. The Big Lebowski. Top Gun. What's the sports scene in Big Lebowski? They're bowling all the time. Oh, well, I guess it's a game. game. That's it's a, a game. game. That's why we didn't think of it. <laughs> Could have gotten Kingpin, too. And you guys mentioned Point Break and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which were also correct. Yes. yes. Okay. Hey, awesome. we were killing Hey, yeah. and we were yeah. also correct about how Avatar was a terrible movie. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Blue people do their life. You Blue were lives matter. Av- Avatar does suck, and everything you said about James Cameron <laughs> is correct and accurate. Okay. <laughs> that was really good, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Baseball or football pants, uh, it is ba- It is baseball pants. With it, but you got to have the stirrup. The stirrups and the sanitary socks where you got the little bit of white showing. Yes, yes. I like that. That's, yeah. that's the that's, look. Hey, very good. Yeah. I like that, yeah. And hockey pants are terrible. Do, they're like they're like don't, hammer pants gone wide. Yeah, do not do that. I no. like there's I like too the much. Pants. No, there's too Sorry. much movement. You look like you're. Seems on, like it would be like what a sumo wrestler wears for board shorts. Hockey yeah. shorts. <laughs> hockey shorts look like if a four year old dressed themselves and they're just like putting on whatever. And the it's whole like, the whole hockey outfit yeah, looks like it that. Is yeah, but bad. it helps to get rid of yeah. the shorts. So, but All the those pants, socks, hockey pants are very bad. Hockey shorts. Fine. We can redesign. Pants. Could be redesigned. There's just too that, much. That picture you sent of pants was better than the shorts. Though. The, you don't think? Mm, you are incorrect, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you have reserved the right to be incorrect. So I just okay. wanted to clarify some things nice. that you, you like got it. right, you got yeah. wrong. If but. you have no idea what we're talking about right now, go listen to episode, episode 39, 39, you ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, These 40s are going down smooth. Today. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Rowdy. Yeah. How about some sports? How about, How about some sports? Oh, you know what? I don't even have the headlines pulled up. Well. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about first? You want me to read them? Yeah, you read, you read a headline since you got it pulled up. I'll pull right. up this Google Doc. Numero uno. The Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors advanced to the NBA Finals for the fourth straight year. Yawn. You think? Probably. I hope yeah. it's a sweep. It, Shockingly, I, I wouldn't be sweet. It's amazing, LeBron that LeBron James and without anybody whoever this el- year, whoever else that he came is with, so true. Um, he can't. We're able to make it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Thirty-six points, I think, is what he ended up scoring in the uh, last. That sounds right. Last game, it was. I uh, did see something earlier in the week where there was some kind of Vegas wager where it was even between Cleveland in seven and a Golden State sweep. You could take oh, either. Really? You could take either one, <laughs> <laughs> and you got oh, that's the same. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Golden State game against Houston. They just Houston just came up uh, real lame. They, Too they many didn't, threes. They didn't have Too Chris, many threes. They didn't have Chris Paul, but they did miss twenty seven threes in a row. Yeah. What were they? Thirteen for forty four. Something. something yeah, yeah. It was it crazy. Was, so we're meeting. We're doing it again. First game is Thursday. Tomorrow. Yeah. Well, for the Thursday. Yes. For the fourth year in a row. And, and Golden State's got the series 2-1, mm. right? Or the matchup. They've won two out of the last three. Yep, yep. Because oh. Cleveland got one. One of them in 2016. Yeah. It was disgusting, but yes. So not something I'm looking forward to. No, kind of boring, but Boston's going to be nasty next year. Yes, Boston is going to be really good. They've yeah. got, uh, what, four guys, five guys under five years. And they got to pick veterans. two of them that are going to not start. Yeah, Next Jason year. Tatum, 
scored 26, 28 points. I mean, he was he was See excellent in the zero. series. Yeah, he was excellent He's in the whole the series. He's the one that dunked on LeBron and yelled right in his right face. Right in his face, that was yeah. Awesome. Hey, you get one. <laughs> yeah. You know? LeBron you, looked at him like, who are you? Yeah, you, you went after the crown, and you took it. <laughs> and you snatched it right off. <laughs> right dome. off the king. Right off of that receding dome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm not really looking forward to the series. Uh, I'll watch, but I'm not either. It's kind of a, uh, we've done this before. Yeah, been it, here. It's cool that they keep, I, I mean, I get it. In future, we might look back at this in the history of the NBA and say, "This was an unbelievable time." But I don't l- think I will. L- you won't be saying anything. But like living that. through it, snooze fest. Yeah, this. I, I'm not a big fan of the uh, this new three point strategy, and I get that. You know, uh, you have twenty per. What is it? Twenty percent more points or whatever when you shoot the three. You know, I mean, just as many threes is is better than. 20% more two-point shots. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, you're shooting 44 times from the arc. What, have, what happened to driving and just... You you need more points. It doesn't matter how you get them. You just need more points. That's right. what I don't get. And this, just these forcing these shots. I bet there were 70, close to 83-point shots in that game. It was crazy. And the same thing happened with the Boston-Cleveland Game 7. Uh, yep. Boston you know, couldn't throw it in the ocean. At the end of the game, yeah, they... they what are they like four for something? I mean, they were yeah. really bad too. They were. Um, and when when it finally came down to it, and they were just heaving three point shots, they could not hit anything. And they started shooting those desperation threes with like three and a half, three forty five left, which I thought was too early for only being down like seven at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You don't need a three right now. When they you need a foul is yeah. what you need, and you get fouled by taking it to the hole. Yeah, when they kept missing it, right, was, Rowdy? I guess so. Yeah. That's what you were telling us before, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, um, All so, right. Headline. Uh, oh, quick, oh, wait. quick Rowdy. Uh, let's get a hot tater on this game one tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, Since your bracket is completely busted, busted now. Golden yeah. State, you can get them at minus 12. That means they're going to win by 12. they got to win by more than 12. But they got to win by 13 or, or more. Or you can pick Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And they got to lose by 11 or less. <laughs> or win. They can win. Or they can win. Yeah. Who you got? Give us a hot tater. Your hot tater tip. That sounded. Who was the first one? Golden State. <laughs> we'll say Golden State. Golden State <laughs> minus 12. All right. You hit it, heard it here, folks. Yep. Hot tater coming at you. I don't hot even tater. understand what I'm agreeing to. Put your to, money but... on the hot tater. <laughs> yes. He has not lost yet, folks. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Regardless of his bracket. Uh, number two, Nick Saban is fed up. Snoop, tell us about he's it. He's always fed up. Well, that's he, why I like him. Yeah, he's always fed up. He's extra fed up today. He's angry. So <laughs> he was at, I think it was uh, SEC Media Days. I think we decided that's yeah. where this was going on. Uh, Nick Saban was asked a question about uh, a grad transfer. Brandon Kennedy, who was an offensive lineman, graduated in December, so even before uh, the national championship game. Uh, he's been trying to transfer, I believe, I can't find this now, but I thought I read earlier, he was trying to transfer to either Tennessee or Auburn. No, 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 no. And Not in uh, the conference. And SEC rules do not allow you to transfer within the conference, but they do allow a coach to give you a waiver if you want to transfer to one of those, to one of the conference schools. Clarify for me, is that a waiver for post-grad or is that a waiver for undergraduates as well? It's a waiver for post-grad. Okay. Anybody, any undergrad can transfer... They have to sit out a year. But graduate students don't because you can... It's that rule that if they have a different uh, vein of study, like if 
Alabama doesn't offer what you're after in graduate school, you can go there and play right away. That's right. Yeah. And there are waivers even for undergrads, like Shea Patterson just got one. He's the quarterback going from Old Miss to Michigan. There has to be certain criteria. Good luck that, with that. Yeah, there's certain criteria <laughs> that have to be met uh, as far as what your academic standing is because they are students first. And then also, you know, oh, other, other, just in name only. Right. And other mitigating circumstances like Hugh Freeze lied to you about what the uh, sanctions were going to be handed down from the NCAA. So he is actually going to get to play right away. But for the most part, yeah, these are t- we're talking about grad transfers. I, Hugh Freeze lies? It's surprising. That you're, is. You're surprised, I can tell. Yeah, especially uh, when it comes to hookers. So he was asked a question about this at, the, at this media day. Coach and Saban. Coach Saban basically just uh, deflected mm-hmm. and said, this is the rule. Look, he if, got political. If, if there's going to – this is the rule – if we think that something else needs to be done, then the conference needs to change the rule. It's look, not It's not up to me. I'm I, just following the rules. Can I translate that for you? Yeah. <laughs> look, guys, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not going And we got to play these guys. Right. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. And we're not going to play against him. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Of- it, it is kind of strange that they have the rule within the conference, within interconference transfers, but yet they leave it up to the coach to override the rule. So... Once again, who has all the, like we were talking before, who has the power? Who has the power, yeah. It's the coach, naturally. Yeah, it's the coach in the conference. It's not the student athlete. He did kind of cop out a little bit by just talking about the rules. Yeah, saying this isn't isn't my fault. This is the rule. If we need to change the rule, let's change the rule. Right. Uh, He also, um, this is also a grad student. This is somebody who has already completed their undergrad requirements. They are no longer a student at Alabama. You know what you just said, right? Then an Alabama football player graduates? Well, I don't know what the requirements are. <laughs> Name your colors probably is one of the things. Uh, this is a three-sided shape. How many sides does it have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, clearly, he didn't want to stay. I mean, he has eligibility, and he doesn't want to stay at Alabama. So I think he wants to go play for Coach Pruitt. That, that's what makes the most sense to me yeah. is he wants to go to Tennessee and play for his hmm. offensive coordinator, right. Jeremy Pruitt. Right. Um, which, yeah, he's probably going to turn out to be more of a McElwain than a than a Kirby, but I think who knows? So. Um, yeah. So yeah, Saban just kind of dodged the question and said, uh, "It's not up to me," which I completely agree disagree with. First off, he has the power to uh, grant this if he wants to, and secondly, if he does this, he's going to set the precedent for the rest of the league and probably the rest of the NCAA. He's the one who has he he, he and he knows it. He knows it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, well, why would I do that? Yeah. What's my competitive advantage? <laughs> right. But he can go, well, it's the rule. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well. Don't like there it. There you go. How do you feel about it? I think we're going to win again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which I is mean, wh- there's got to be a good reason he doesn't want this dude going to Tennessee, other than he just doesn't want to. Or just do- inside the SEC at all. He doesn't want to... You know, give anyone else an advantage, but right. I mean, Bama does play Tennessee every year. It's not like one player makes the difference, mm-hmm. especially a lineman like that would make all the difference. But it is—it's a little ticky tacky. He did kind of, kind of hide behind the veil of the rules and the and the uh, conference and all that. But yeah, I think you guys are hard on my guys, Nick Saban. Oh yeah, oh yeah. poor guy. You know, just went. He's just a poor winner. fella. Just oh, just a, winner. a He's just a whittle guy. Yeah. Well, that's he is. He is, he is a little guy. He is guy. a little guy. So we number gotta, three. Got to take it easy on yeah. him. Number three. Will Power wins the Indianapolis 500. I don't know why this is a headline. Woo! 
Oh yeah. If you have that name. Yeah, it's a good name. You should he dominate should all things. Yeah, exactly. It's a strong name. Yeah. Very strong. First, strong to very strong. <laughs> first Indy he's a very good boy. Yeah. First Indy five hundred win for Will all Will Power, the Aussie. Congrats to him. You led uh, fifty nine laps. So uh, that's a lot. Yeah, he was the second leading lap leader. That seems redundant. Laplander. La- <laughs> yes. He's from Lap. He's a Lapland. He's a Lap. Uh, behind Ed Carpenter, Butler graduate Ed Carpenter. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. They always say that. I'm like, what did he study there? But it doesn't matter. Nobody knows. Racing. Fast, Probably. Fastness. Fastness. Speed. Yes. Turning left. Ovals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so congrats to him. Snake pits. That's cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. My only experience with the 500, Racing's we were neat. out of town, and then... Uh, Got back in, got back home around dinner time. We we're like, let's just do something quick. So I was running to the store to get some frozen pizzas, be, you know, providing for my family. Right. And, you went out and uh, killed them pizzas. And I, and I just kept like you rustled the bushes <laughs> yeah. for the pizzas. Like every Call them all. every block on the way to the grocery store, I kept seeing uh, cars pull up and park, and then people getting out just like hammered, s- sunburned. Oh, like. Just, just, you know, the terrible. What like, was it? Ninety, the, the, low nineties. Oh, that it day? was, it was brutal. It seems like every race day, it's either pouring down rain or it's hotter than hell. This oh, was, I think, last year it was like seventy-five. This, it was like the second hottest. Or was it? Did it end up being second? Like it was. I think the hottest it's been, but only within like a degree or two. Yeah. Like, uh, we went to we, the hottest. Yeah, we went to the hottest. Yeah. Uh, it was miserable. This, this I think was yeah. the second hottest, but by like a degree. It was actually hotter in Indianapolis. Like we went down to Southern Indiana, uh, and it was cooler down there than it was here. It was still, really? and it was still hot. Yeah. Um, I was on yeah. the river that day. It was hot. Yeah. I mean, everyone who, I mean, that's the thing. Like you just see people after the race, at, you know, out out around town, and they just Burnt look to a crisp. terrible. Well, they yeah. get up at like three in the morning because yeah. gates open for the infield at six thirty, mm-hmm. six or six thirty, a.m. That seems a little over over the top. Most people don't go to sleep bef- the night before. They're in the Coke lot. They're That's Coca Cola lot. Right. Just mm-hmm. so we're all clear. Yeah. Thought for a long time it was something where else. Where they found well, a body, right? Where they this found year? it. Very likely could be. 30, oh, 30, dead person? Yeah, yeah. There, there usually is a dead person at some point during the 500. <laughs> well, I think they do. I think in usually, a car or I think in usually the someone yeah. dies. Uh, and this time it was like some, I mean, you someone got 300 that was like thousand people. Yeah, what are the like, odds? Yeah. Someone's 50, 50. It's hotter than hell. Yeah. yeah. I did see that our poll on the Brandy Chastain versus uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. 50-50. Wasn't? Of course it is. <laughs> why, why did we even do that poll? Yeah, Hello. We, yeah. we already knew that. It, the, the, Track temperature, I think they were saying, was near 130 for the drivers. And they're sitting in front of a jet engine. Yeah. Yeah, but they got, like, air conditioning in those suits. So I was wondering that. I was asking somebody who's a fan. And you know what he told me? What? What? Yeah, I don't know. No, so I've it wasn't seen, all that helpful. I've yeah. seen something <laughs> cool. where... You heard it here. I don't know if yeah. it blows air or if they're like circulating water or something, but there is something to it. That's what I thought, that they yeah. circulated water. It's their own water. urine. Which, to, again, this guy, he's... They I'm do have not, catheters. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they just pee themselves like Hinchcliffe did two races ago. Or like uh, offensive linemen do all the time. Really? What? Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Who's your source? 
Uh, TV. Right. <laughs> nothing, nothing ever on That TV. might become a topic. Yeah, yeah. Athletes yeah you should themselves. look that up. Okay, it's get, true. You know what players do? What we should do is get Corey correspondent on that. Well, start researching. Corey correspondent was banned from Facebook. <laughs> yeah, he is currently looking into how to well, re, re, re. He should re- probably join account. Bing or whatever MySpace. Number four, the Golden Knights take Game One of the Stanley Cup Final. Cool. So yeah, here's all I know is I started watching the game. Uh, at the second intermission, uh, that it was three three, or going into the third period. It was four three, I think three two, something like that, going into the third period. Knights are down. Knights are down, and I was like, "Well, this is over. This is hockey." They won six to three, six to four, something like that. See? Crazy. It's I was because like, you went to bed. It's because I yeah. yeah. So and now, then you were like, so now I'm not watching it at all. Right. So then after that, we like, the this is hockey. Yeah. Yeah. This this yeah. It just means more yeah. on, on the ice. Rowdy, who's the other team in the Stanley Cup? Um, the Penguins. Oh. Nope. Okay. The, the Blackhawks. No. Also the Redhawks. Keep going. The Jayhawks. This is good radio. It's. I feel like you're kind of stuck on birds here. <laughs> the, yeah, I have the no The Lightning. Idea. They almost made it. Washington Capitals. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. yeah. Really? You no. really gotten around to that? No. No. Well, what you got next? Is. So we got nothing else on hockey. Yeah, I just—I mean, I want to know. Uh, the Capitals are up three-two right now in the third, but that probably means nothing. I don't know. It used to mean something. Capitals are up three-two in the third. Yeah. Game two. Yeah. Game okay. two. And our final headline in hyper local news: <laughs> the Payless Little Five Hundred. Oh yeah. Was raced last weekend at the fastest high bank quarter mile in the world, Anderson Speedway. California driver Cody Swanson claimed his second Payless Little 500 victory in three years after a thrilling three-car battle over the last or over the final 50 circuits at the Anderson Speedway on Saturday. So there are race car drivers yes. who come from California, come from all over to race. At yeah, the I'll Anderson just roll Speedway. through a few of them. We got ones from Kingsburg, California, Tampa, Florida, Canton, Illinois, Fenton, Missouri, Kokomo, Indiana, Pendleton, Greenfield. Uh, Santa Rosa, California, Franklin, Massachusetts, Bushnell, Florida, London, wow. Ontario, Why? Dover, Florida, Tucson, Arizona, Coleman, Alabama, Toledo, Ohio, Mount Pleasant, North Carolina. So is this, this is for a, those of you who have never been to deal. Anderson, we've talked about it before, this speedway is like nothing else. I mean, it's... You'll never see it anywhere else in the world. Yeah, but I just can't, but it's one of those places I cannot imagine being a draw for anyone outside of so ca- real central deal. indiana the couple of things because this is all i'm pretty sure it's still on like the sprint car the small little midget car tr- uh circuit, circuit. okay yeah. so this is like their indy 500 right and it's the day it's always the day before the okay. day before 500 huh and it was packed there were motorhomes everywhere yeah. out the speedway well they just live there let me give you a little more detail about what happened in the race please do just <laughs> please do the race unfolded with 61 laps remaining, with Shane Hollinsworth holding a one-lap lead over Swanson and Jacob Wilson, both on fresher rubber. Mm-hmm. The two drivers were back on the lead lap with 48 laps remaining and were rapidly closing on Hollinsworth. Swanson made the ultimate race-winning move when he got inside of Wilson on lap 470 and took the lead from Hollinsworth on lap 478. It was the first little 500 win for longtime car owner Gene Nolan. 
So we had guys that finished all 500 laps. Two guys finished all 500 laps. And then we had one person finish with 41 laps. <laughs> wow. So quite the spread. Most just, people finished in the high 200s, actually, in terms of laps. High 200s well, to mid... They put 33 cars on that thing. 33 cars. And it's a quarter the, mile. It's a quarter mile. You line 33 cars up, you're taking up a pretty good yep. chunk of 33 yep. or of a quarter mile. Yeah. 41 laps, 42 laps, 44, 47. Then you get up to like 262, 308, 447, 481. We're, we're going to have to go next year. We're really missing an <laughs> yeah, opportunity. Yeah, this sounds here. amazing. Yeah, we're missing an opportunity. Uh, former uh, short track driver, and I think he was a NASCAR driver, Dick Trickle, right mm-hmm. up there with Will Power, yep. once said about the Anderson Speedway, it's like racing jet fighters in a gym. See? It's awesome. So it sounds awesome. Very, very Hoosier story here. So the guy who actually built the racetrack, uh, which was originally hands. known as Sun Valley Speedway. Sun Valley? Uh, this guy originally planned on building a bowling alley. And... <laughs> Two Andersons. Yeah, he's like, well, you kind of put a curve in that yeah. that lane. This so. thing's tilted. So, uh, two two Anderson City Councilmen suggested oh, that instead he build a racetrack, and the guy had never seen a race of any type. So he went to a few uh, speedways uh, around Alexandria nearby and and in Indianapolis. Alexandria had a speedway. Apparently, wow. And he just and so he built the uh, built the racetrack. So in 1949, the year the year after it opened, uh, he announced that he wanted to have a 500 lap event, and people apparently scoffed at him and hmm. said it would never work. And people tried to get him to reduce the race length to 200 or 300 laps because they... And he said, no, what you fail to understand, people, is I meant to build a bowling alley. He said an even more Hoosier thing. So (laughs) people were saying, yeah, it's going to cost $800 per car for tires and no car will finish. So what he said was, then we'll run bicycles because we're going to have a little 500 and that's the way it's going to be. So it's a velodrome slash speedway. And that's the way it's been. Yeah. Hey, I dig it. You, speaking of Alexandria, Rowdy, do you know what people from Anderson call Alexandria? No. Alec. I've heard people say, why? I don't know. I like Alec. No, and then it just, Alec. Well, I know, but it probably started as Alexandria, Alex, Alec, and then just... Because it's Alec. in Indiana, Alec. E L I C K, Alec. Weird. Yeah. Wow, that Madison, was a good hyper local news segment. Little Madison County history for y'all. All right. <laughs> also known as Small Town USA. That's right. Yep. Home of Bill and Gloria Gaither. Yep. Reed? Gospel singers. Gospel singers. You want to keep it in uh, your court here? Okay, yeah, Reed. Sports what do you term. Pass it to you. We'll keep it in your court. Oh yeah, okay. the ball's in your court. Bounce, bounce pass to me. Yeah, he's, no look pass from Rowdy. Too much. I'm gonna, rebound, I'm, gonna re- I'm gonna rebound. dangerous, Rowdy. I'm gonna rebound to. Rebound to you. To you. <laughs> Kick it out. Yeah. Do you know any yeah. other like sports terms besides basketball? We'll get to it later. Okay. He's, he fumbled it to me. Uh, <laughs> just the way it was, was right. drawn yeah. up. Just the way we drew it up. <laughs> um, I'm interested in some uh, current events. Uh, we touched on it a little bit last week when Rowdy and I were doing our grab bag, but uh, the whole NFL thing and the new rule mm. put out by the uh, NFL owners via the commissioner about uh, 
kneeling during the national anthem mm -hmm. because obviously all these white billionaires think that it's about the flag and respecting the oh, it is. national anthem. And then uh, I was sorry to see because I'm a big I was a big fan of the show growing up and I was enjoying the new reboot of uh, Roseanne mm -hmm. and her comments on Twitter. What was that yesterday? Yep. And all of a sudden, uh, Big Disney. It was big, shut down. As I like to call it, Big Princess. Big Disney. All the of a sudden, mouse, uh, the mouse shut it down. Yeah. All of a sudden, I mean, pulled the plug. Not yep. only, and then Viacom. Ended up yep. pulling the plug on all the syndication, too. Is Sumner Redstone still alive? Does anyone know? Is he still pulling the strings over there at Viacom? Did no idea. No. Yeah. No. It's his 15th wife, maybe. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, but I thought it was really kind of interesting because, you know, what Roseanne said was ridiculous. And I, I think people, not to be a Roseanne apologist, but I think people need to realize that Roseanne Barr is insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't think oh, that's yeah. apologizing no, for that, her at all. That's just... I mean, not to justify what she said, but that woman is insane. Uh, I listened to a pretty long-form interview, ironically, a week or two ago, and, I mean, she was impossible to follow what she was talking about. <laughs> well, she's um, hardcore into... She ran for president in the Green Party ticket in 12. Did she really? Yeah, yeah. she ran for president. I but, mean, you know, I, I just think it's real interesting... Uh, the two different reactions from two monster, mm -hmm. monster corporations in the United States. So I, I did a little uh, digging, and um, for the 10 episodes of Roseanne for this season that we're going right. to run on ABC, they sold uh, $45 million of advertisement. For next season, because they had already signed for a 13-episode season in second 19, season. a second yeah. season of the reboot, they had already sold $60 million hmm. in advertisement. The average team in the NFL, on average, is worth $2 billion. So in the NFL, you're looking at, what, $64 billion? Are I you, mean, that's a low ball in yeah. terms of the... That's the, not a revenue number. The, that's right, just a... That's the value, value. of the teams. So... And, and I think we should just have kind of an open discussion about this and see what you guys think. But what's curious to me when I looked at these two instances that are happening lately is that you have a, a massive corporation in the NFL um, that has decided to align themselves with a, a particular political attitude recently uh, and that they're going to stifle their employees' First Amendment rights and that they can't take a knee mm -hmm. uh, during the national anthem because they think it's disrespecting the flag. They don't seem to comprehend that it's about police violence against African Americans. And then you have another, mo I mean, a much larger corporation in Disney that is uh, within, what, two or three hours completely pulled the plug on a show that probably had hundreds of employees, had millions oh, yeah. of dollars in salaries, and had another plan for a, a year of production, and they pull the plug like that. So it's it, to me, it kind of seems like now the kind of mainstream morality is being dictated by monster corporations that Disney's not going to put up with any kind of bigoted or racist or race baiting comments mm -hmm. from any of their talent. Should they? Whereas, no, I'm not, no, I'm just, this is all purely observation at this point. And the NFL, uh, whose employees majority African American or, uh, people of color, uh, 
are at the player level. At the player, exactly. But in terms, which of, is another issue. In terms of their their total body of employees, it's it's majority people of color. Uh, that they are going to kind of ride this fence and manipulate it around and completely decontextualize and misinterpret what the players are doing with their First Amendment rights in order to placate from a lot of what you can read on the Internet now to placate the president mm -hmm. and to placate these white billionaires. So I think it's kind of an interesting polarization that we have two completely different reactions to very similar issues. Mm -hmm. These are race issues, race uh uh, issues centered around race relations, uh, and you got two completely different reactions to it, and I think that's that's kind of interesting, interesting to think about. And I want to hear well, what you guys got got to say about it. Um, I think something to keep in mind is I believe the head of ABC is he is an African American. Yeah, and yeah. the head of um, the NFL is white dude. I think he's a banana. <laughs> He what does that might, mean? What's a banana? I, I don't mean? know. What is Roger Goodell? Is oh. <laughs> he might be one of those people. He's definitely a Chad. He's a host. <laughs> he's, yes, he's a host. <laughs> you seen that show, Humans? Yeah, he's one of right. them. Yeah. Right. He's not a normal person. Uh, right. And he's like just a suit. He's a suit. So mm -hmm. I think I, I'm not going to say anything more about that now, but I think. That's something to remember. Well, I think both of these reactions, I think you could sum, both, sum up both of these reactions in the sense that these are financially based, that ABC, Big Disney is worried about what's going to happen to their product. Oh, yeah. So they're just going to cut it off at, yeah. at the root. It's done. It's over. Vanished. Well, I mean, the crazy thing to me is... Roseanne was a known quantity yeah. going into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And one of the one of the funnier uh, tweets that I saw about the entire thing was like, you know, Roseanne was huge into. I can't believe we're going to get into this, but um, PizzaGate, PizzaGate, but then also uh, 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 QAnon, which is another oh, yeah, uh, yeah. web conspiracy theory. Right. Roseanne believes that she has insider knowledge to a global uh, child sex ring and all all these nefarious doings. Right. What's funny is, you know, and so she used her Twitter feed before the show came out. She was basically using her Twitter feed to post all these crazy conspiracies as they as they came out. Now, what's really funny is, so she thinks that she is, uh, she has insider info into this crazy conspiracy, but then when her show comes out, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll stop, I'll stop tweeting about right. that. If you like, if you're gonna bring bring the show back, yeah, I'll, I'll stop tweeting. And about full that. disclosure, she and John Goodman were both making two hundred fifty thousand dollars an episode, which I thought was surprisingly low. low. Yeah, there's not as many eyes, of, there's not as many eyeballs on TV. That's true. as there used to yeah, be, but true. still, two hundred. I mean, I think the guys from. All of the people on like Big Bang Theory are probably making over a million dollars. Well, and yeah. Friends like made million. a million, Seinfeld yeah. made a million, yeah. all those people, you know, and that was 15 years ago yeah. or more, you know. But the whole Roseanne thing, I mean, it all came from after Trump won, there was this entire uh, hand wringing and what do we do now kind of reaction at, at the, the networks. were melting, yeah. And so ABC is like, oh, we've lost touch with middle America meaning white people, 
what like what can we do? And so that's where you look that's at. That's interesting. And I, no, and no, this is this is true. Like this is where Roseanne, like the the talks of bringing Roseanne back, it came post Trump. It came from these discussions of like we have to create more programming that appeals to middle America, mm. and this is true. Well, that's part of. I it. mean, it, but that's 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 why they brought it back. And, and why they canceled the middle, and why they canceled what that man of the house or yeah. whatever. That doesn't make any sense. No, exactly. Well, that Tim Allen show is pretty conservative. It's gone. It's gone. And it was on ABC. Right. And it was canceled. Oh, they canceled that too? Yeah. No, it was canceled last year before. It's been canceled for a oh. year. Yeah. So, I don't know. That apparently is where the Roseanne, the talks of bringing back Roseanne came from. But the entire time, you're right. Like, she is insane. You had to know what you were getting. I, I they agree knew that they, they knew were, they, they knew what they were yeah. getting into. Yeah. So wasn't. to me, to me, the reaction—it's like, well, you knew it was a matter of time before. What's she the t- reaction we're talking about? I guess when you're saying the reaction, it almost sounds like you guys Just are ABC. apologizing no, for saying. Like, I'm saying ABC shutting shutting down the show like instantly. It's like. Well, that was pro- that may have also just been a writer like, hey. If you if you screw up. If you screw up, like there's no second gone. chances yeah. here. We're not taking. Like you're not making us that much money, and and broadcast television is not that much of a money maker as it used to be. We'll pull the plug. We'll put on something else. Yeah, it's only ten episodes. That's probably another reason why they only had ten episodes. But see, this is precisely my point: is what's happening here? Are these financial decisions on both the part of the NFL and of or ABC, or is it a cultural or is thing? This a, is this a moral high yeah, ground? Yeah, you don't you don't position? want the you don't because want my the, argument would be this is financial and only financial. They just don't want to take the heat. They don't want to. They don't want to get dinged. Disney so can't was, get dinged. So if she was making enough money. You would say they would probably overlook it, or probably try to. Well, try to. I, I saw. Explain I, it away. Right. I saw an interesting thing on online this uh, this afternoon where they they had used cutups from the six or eight episodes of Roseanne that aired this year mm-hmm. that were all just John Goodman scenes, and they said coming soon, Dan. <laughs> you know, I mean. They, I'd watch what that. if they what if they just killed Roseanne off? Well, they killed Dan once. Yeah, they tried to. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. killed Dan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was I all mean, they a dream. Kind of, they, they did <laughs> with Rowdy. Uh, this, seemed, this seemed just like boom. Yeah, like there was. And may, I mean, we're not privy to the discussions and the high ups at, at ABC and all You're this. You're not. But, I am. But, I mean, but it doesn't. I, this happens. It's not just for this. It, Fox. I am gonna. I oh, want to say his name is Chase Crawford, but that's probably wrong. But that on Fox. Uh, the guy from Lethal Weapon, uh, they fired him last week because right. he was hard to work with, right. and there was assault on the, like he assaulted one of the hairdressers. Danny Glover? No, not Danny. <laughs> oh, you. First off, it's a Wayans that's playing Danny Glover's part. I don't know Murtog. Oh, Lethal like Weapon, the show. show. Oh, not so the they movie. Okay. they fired. I didn't know we had one of those. They yeah. f- they fired that guy, and it was one of the highest rated broadcast television yeah. shows. It happened on Grey's Anatomy. I believe that guy's name was Isaiah Washington. He was hard to work with. They fired him. It was the same sort of thing. He, well, he actually used a, a, a homophobic slur against one of his coworkers and fired him. So I don't think this is a, like to say this is somehow new. Is no, no I, I, I don't think it's regardless new. of whether or not it's a financial decision. I mean, this is not like it's to your point to rowdy to your point. Uh, they knew what they were getting into, but yeah. also like. 
But that's the thing. I think that these are always financial decisions, but I think that they're sure. But I think that they're interpreted as moral decisions, and I think you can get uh, that's yeah. a slippery slope. You know, the in the NFL, uh, fining players for taking a knee during the national anthem, or they can stay in the locker room. That dis the, the uh, yeah. If we want to go to that, but I, if we're talking about specifically like people who have been blackballed for lots of reasons, right? Uh, Mel Gibson for a long. I guess you're not technically blackballed if you well, can well, come back, but the, black- look at the Me Too movement. I mean, that's blackballed all kinds of people. Right. You know, but are they but, were also doing it back? Hollywood has been doing this as a moral decision for a long time too. When you look at like Truman Capote, right? Well, no, not Truman Capote. No, Dalton uh, Trumbo. He was blackballed. He wrote Johnny Got His Gun. Right. He thought he was on the list, one of McCarthy's lists, and so he was not allowed to work in Hollywood anymore. There's a lot of people that this has happened for moral reasons, quote-unquote moral reasons. That was not a financial decision. They weren't paying him enough money. It was a moral decision on their part, an ethical decision on their part. I'm not saying it was right or wrong. I'm saying they did it for those reasons. So, Well, it, it's hard. I think it's hard in, in, in a short amount of time to try to determine what the impetus for the decision is because I think that these these monies play out in a in a longer time frame than just you know cutting it off just like that and you don't know what the fallout is exactly. Well, nobody wants be. the mo- nobody wants the Twitter mob after him either. Right. And that's especially and that's, in the age of social. Well, media. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like yeah. you looked at uh, if you looked at uh, social media. I mean, just and and news stories when when all this happened, like before they even pulled the plug. Like that's all you saw. I mean, it's 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 this, and it's the same day that they announce a story that the official death toll in Puerto Rico of sixty four was actually was closer to more. yeah uh, forty six hundred to five thousand. Yeah, right. It's like okay, well, in the grand scheme of things, that should probably be the number one story. But then once you get the Twitter mob in there, right. Roseanne, Roseanne right. is the story. So you start right. to see how how that trend is moving, and it's like, yeah, it probably is like in the long run a financial decision. But you don't want to be the you don't want to bear the brunt of that. I know. also want to say there's probably I'm not going to say what ABC is doing, but they're not just stop. Well, it's not just getting the mob after them, but there is also this I think fear of normalization. That mm-hmm. if we don't, it should be a story because we I hope other, that's true. because otherwise, if it's not a story, then it's normalized, and we have people saying things like she said, which is not appropriate. Right. Then they're saying it, and everybody just kind of says shrugs and says, "Twitter, what are you going to do?" But, but I see the irony. The, in the that. other side, I want to say this yeah. though. The other side is I don't know about ABC. I don't, and I frankly don't care if it's. A, I wasn't going to watch Roseanne either way, and yeah. I haven't watched ABC in probably fifteen years. Yeah. But the other side of this is on the NFL. It absolutely was a financial decision. It was in no way a moral decision, and uh, the depositions that have come out in the Colin Kaepernick case. The, yes. the collusion case Prove that. have proven that. Right. Yeah. This was a financial decision by saying we don't want because they're losing ratings. Yeah, we don't want the president to come out and he said this is a winning topic for me. I am yeah. winning. If you keep doing this, I'm winning. Yeah. He's this, this he is, he told apparently he told in one of these depositions he told 
Who's he? Uh, Trump, Who's he? Trump. Trump told uh, Jerry Jones, who is some Texas Texans. He owns the Cowboys. Cowboys. And woo, now we're going to get lit up on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> like Cowboys fans. Tr- right. Trump well, said. They can go to hell. Yeah, this is not the show for them. Uh, Trump said. Tell everybody you can't win this one. So he's basically saying to Jerry Jones, tell all the other owners, you can't win this one. This one lifts me. Uh, basically, and, and said that uh, Trump called the protesting controversy, quote, a very winning, strong issue for me. Um, so, yeah, it's like, yeah, he basically told them, like, you're not going to win this. So deal with it. Yeah, I'm just going to keep coming at you. Uh, yeah. And, until you and, change the policy. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to keep coming after you. You're going to keep losing money. So, Which yeah. is illegal. Yeah. It is. That's correct. It is yeah. illegal. Yeah. I don't know how to read these, but it's the I mean, it'd be 18 great. U.S. Code something something right. section yeah. 227. Can we impeach him for that? Right. <laughs> Wrongful, no, you can, uh, you can put him in prison for 15 years. I mean, I want President Pence, but... Wrongfully influencing a private entity's employment decision by a member of Congress or an officer or employee of the legislative or the executive branch is illegal. Right. Well, I mean, we're running along here, but I just thought it was interesting that you had these two, two situations within a couple weeks of each other that were handled extremely differently mm-hmm. in my view I mean I, in some senses in opposite manners uh, I mean ABC took three hours and the the NFL has taken at least a year yeah. if not more to arrive at the wrong decision one of their players and they uh, ro- uh, uh, yeah, arrived at an immoral decision in my in my view but um, I, I do think it's a slippery slope. When Who you, arrived at an immoral decision? The sorry. NFL. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I do think it's a slippery slope when you start looking at corporations uh, in terms of kind of being the flag bearers of some kind of moral stance. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that, to me, is freaky. So I think what you're saying, I'm kind of gathering it now that you're saying we as citizens should not look at our corporations no because in our free market capitalistic society exactly because as the as the moral there flag is bears. one and only one ultimate concern in free market capitalism and that's profit. logos oh that's profit. yeah yeah not logos <laughs> no not even close but that's profit and what's going to make them more money and they saw that all of the conservative right-wing people were were pissed off because people were disrespecting the flag. But it's not even necessarily true, and it hasn't been. Their ratings were down. Their ratings were down, but ratings across the board have right. been down, I mean, and they're still. Th- and that may to, be a TV thing. Three to seven times higher. Yeah, people right. are cutting the cord. People are not. I I am a huge. Uh, clearly, I started a f- sports podcast. I'm a huge. Oh, you started fan. it. Right. We started it. I'm part cool. of it. <laughs> I'm part I'm of it. I'm happy to hey. be on your podcast. Hey. <laughs> I, I read the intro. It's yeah. mine. Uh, We're co-hosts. Yeah. I don't watch much NFL because I find the game to be kind of boring. Yeah. It it trods along. Right. College football is much more interesting. College football dominates. So I think that there's some of that, too. But they're still well above any other broadcast uh, show. Right. But there there was some conversations uh, not too long ago how many people stopped watching because Mm -hmm. on the other side, on Kaepernick's side or on on the protester side, right. I'm not going to give my dollars to yeah. the NFL. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, maybe we can continue this later. Yeah, I just, I'd just just like to wrap up yeah. this segment sure. with, with a quote uh, from uh, Roger Goodell. Quote, my mother thought I had learning disabilities, unquote. <laughs> and now he makes $45 million a year. My, yeah. Mothers, they're very uh, intuitive. 
That's what we've learned. All right, what do you got? Are we talking about Mrs. Pence or Goodell's mother? Goodell's. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Different mom. Yeah. Different, different the, mother. The genealogy is different for those. That's a, that's a lateral versus, what is this move? I, I don't know. You, no one can see what your hand is doing right now. Well, I was now. hoping you could see anyway, it. Anyway, what, what's your topic Well, I want to talk about, not about baseball. Yeah. But about baseballs. baseballs the ball yeah. of base. The actual baseball. There Please was a, do. Uh, this actually came out while I was uh, uh, out of the office. Um, mm-hmm. There was a new report that came out. Um, this was um, from Major League Baseball. They're the ones who uh, put this committee together of 10 scientists uh, for a report uh, to study home run rates in Major League Baseball. I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, talking yep. about uh, exit velocities yep. and, and uh, strikeout rates. Humidors. Humidors, yes, all of that. So they put together a committee um, with some pretty big names from Caltech, MIT, Stanford, uh, Washington State has a sports science institute, mm-hmm. and, and Alan Nathan uh, from the University of Illinois, who's uh, pretty well known, he has a website called the physics of baseball mm. um, so yeah he's a pretty interesting guy alan m nathan the university phys- physique of baseball the physiques of baseball mm-hmm. yeah do you have baseball face do you have baseball body do you have a bartolo cologne body <laughs> yes so this committee came out and um basically said hey we're gonna look into why uh the home run rate has gone up as it has and uh their conclusion was a uh, shruggy face they don't know it's worth more points and roto <laughs> yeah that's true um, so since 2017, uh, the home run rate has increased and they, uh, you know, try to figure it's out. It's like the three point in the NBA. What do you mean? It's more, it, it's go, go big or go home. Well, that's, so that was one of the working theories. There was kind of nine, um, theories that they were trying to debunk. One was, you know, is the ball juiced? Uh, another is, where did I, I lost my page here. Uh Oh, do you want me to keep going? Control yeah. alt delete. Was the ball juiced? Yeah. Is could could it could it be a a a a? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, not that's not. Uh, let me con- let me continue. Uh, could it it's be? It's more aerodynamic because the laces are lower. That that was one of the things. Are the laces lower? Is it is it juiced? Um, has the structure changed? Um, has pitching changed? Have batters dudes stronger? Yeah, are they stronger? Has their the their plate discipline changed? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to? People talk about the tomahawk swing. Are they trying to change their swing? Um, so all these things are kind of out there uh, up for discussion. What's the tomahawk swing? Tomahawk swing is like an upward cut. People mm-hmm. were doing like an upward cut. Oh, it's like a debowler. Debowler. Yeah, like Tell where me you hit more somebody in the bowels and and disembowel them with it upper swing of the tomahawk i guess <laughs> well because i think of a tomahawk if you're tomahawk swinging the ball's coming over your plate and you just chop it from the top and knock it right off the top of the plate yeah that's a tomahawk chop tomahawk so <coughs> yeah one of them was the tomahawk chop the basically those nine things came out so they came out and said on this report they don't know but They've come to some... Me no no. Me no no. I don't know what happened. A lot more home runs. Yeah. Uh, the ball is not juiced. That was one thing that they, they came they out. They determined. So they determined nothing has changed really about the ball. Except uh, the lower laces. 
there was a minimal difference in the laces, uh, but they didn't think that that was that that had any real effect. Um, but the ball, what they did come up with is the ball is going farther. Huh? <laughs> Surprising, right? Climate change. It could be climate change. That's something that they're talking about as one of the conclusions. Really? So, yeah. Um, they said there's nothing in the way that people are swinging. They, they looked at StatCast data from uh, 2015 on. So StatCast data is, is what they do to, to track the games. Uh, you can When you're watching it on TV, you can see the, the little line as the ball goes out. Um, basically, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. a little tail. So they, they, they said the ball, there, you have to swing it at a certain angle. So the ball must fall within this range of launch angles and have exit velocity that falls within the, these two ranges. And then the last thing that has to happen is that the launch angle uh, and needs to go or it needs to fly fast enough to go over um, the fence. So they said in the past three years, nothing has changed about the exit velocity or nothing has changed about the launch angle. But for some reason, the ball is just flying faster. Wait, I thought out. you just said the launch angle is up three per three degrees. Right. That's yeah. I'm having yeah. to kind of retract this because this is one of the things they said is like nothing has changed in the way that the batters are approaching the ball. Nothing, no one... There's hitting... So there's a, phys, there's a physical issue. There's a physical change in the way but that the, they, the but, ball but they is don't, flying. It's inexplicable. But they don't know what it is yet. They haven't narrowed they it down haven't to narrowed what's it causing down. that change. Magic. Right. Yep. But it's not that it's... It's not Cork the... Bats. Yeah, and it's not the um, juiced... Juicedness. It's not the... Uh, Laces, or what do you call them? Laces. Laces? Yeah, that's right. So yeah. the, the, their quote was, StatCast data shows the surge in home runs is primarily due to better, quote-unquote, carry for given launch conditions, exit velocity, launch angles, and spray angle, as opposed to a change in launch conditions. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So like, hey, nothing changed in the way people are approaching the ball or pitching the ball or where they're hitting the ball. What has changed is that the ball is just flying farther. There, it's a there's, conspiracy. There is less drag on I the see ball. Ample room for conspiracy here. Oh, tons of room. Yeah. So it's just going farther, and they're saying one weather is not a factor. Like it. It has to be. Atmosphere has to be a factor. It's a factor, but it hasn't changed enough. It's not a big enough factor. It's not a register. big enough factor. So. Uh, even home run rates persist even at fixed temperature values for both open air and dome stadiums. So it's like, as long well, as the, there are only two domes, right? Is, is there only two now? There's Tampa. Uh, we My, don't need to Miami. Do so as long as those ranges are in there, and or as long as they fall within this range, nothing's really changed there either. Which it can. There is some aspects of that where I I, I want to call BS that the ball is going to travel farther. In Colorado, in Denver, a no mile question. high. No question. Then it is at, in uh, Miami or San Francisco, right. Right. sea can, level. And you yeah. can see the effects of the... Or, yeah, in, in San Diego, it, yeah. the ball doesn't carry. They also have a big ballpark. Right. Um, you can see the difference. You can see what the difference the humidor has made in and Arizona. I would, when I they've would dare added. say some people can hear the difference. So they all... Yeah. Yeah. You probably can. Yeah. The wood would sound different. Yeah. It's not the seams. There is a minimal difference in the seams. And it, 
and it's not the core of the ball has not changed. So the way they make the ball is they put like a rubber ball in there and then they wrap it with with wool mm -hmm. three times and then they wrap it with some I think some cotton string and some glue and then they put the leather on top. Okay. And then they they stitch it. So nothing as far as the, Are they made in China? They're made in uh, Costa Rica. Oh, hmm. Costa Rica. Yeah, they're okay. made in Costa Rica. And they're tested by Rawlings at, in Costa Rica. The way they test the balls is something that they actually talked about is uh, they don't test them at game speed. They test them. They just, like, drop them. There's, like, a drop test to see how much they bounce. Neat. Right? It doesn't seem like if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to use something at a certain speed why would we you don't test, test these but we just throw these bullets at the wall we don't shoot yeah them. they don't work we <laughs> yeah. threw them yeah. <laughs> these cars are safe we hit this wall at 10 miles right. an hour we just put it in neutral and let it bump into this tree yeah so and so everything as far as what rawlings is doing in costa rica the way they're testing it everything falls within these regular ranges that they've set and actually only 55 percent of balls ever make it out of there as testing appropriately and within the range the required huh. range um the the question that kind of came out of this is well are you testing it right are you putting are you using good tests and are you um are you testing the right things does that does some of this matter they're trying what, to find out what matters what, like why are they concerned about this is it just i, I mean is it a problem that people are hitting more home runs uh because i yeah. would i would say for the fan experience this is probably a good thing right not necessarily there's some debate on this i kind of fall in the realm of like i don't need to see as many home runs i'd like to see like a great shortstop defensive play action on the field should be predicated by fielders not by just pitcher and batter yeah so yeah. if but there's they they they, they argue that there's no drop off in pitching. There's no drop off in pitching. Actually, in like 2014, 2015, people were talking about possibly being in a dead ball era because you're looking at all these guys who I think they have shown that some people have changed their approach at the plate. You're looking at you know historical rates of strikeouts, right? As well, and there's that one guy now that can throw 105. Oh yeah, uh, Alex Reyes. Yeah, yeah. I watched him the other night. He had six consecutive pitches over 103. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> so, and it's not the pitchers. That was the yeah. other thing they came out with. Come speaking yeah. of pitchers, that they're not throwing it any differently. Uh, they're throwing the same amount of pitches. But they they're, have they have complained it. about these new balls. Yeah, but that's what this is kind of showing is it. It may be anecdotal. That everything, oh, okay. they, yeah, they, the pitchers are the pitchers, pitchers are, saying, are finicky as yeah, hell. Yeah, the pitchers are saying, yeah. look at this ball compared to this ball, and the studies are basically saying, there's no, yeah, difference. no, we've looked at hundreds of balls, yeah. right? There's not a, and that would make difference. sense because pitchers, watch pitchers, they got more ticks than anybody. They went back, like, they're finicky. They went back with new balls, like new old stock from 2012 on, and then game played balls from 2015 on. And said everything falls within the appropriate ranges. There's no discernible change mm. uh, as Ooh. far as how the the it it looks or feels physically or is is measured physically. Who's in uproar mm. about this? The fans, I think the batters, people, so the manager, like the who, pitchers are in uproar. The, okay. the players' association is is uh -huh. wondering what's going on. 
the fan, some fans are, yeah. uh, you know, pace of play is a huge problem. Right. Um, if you hit more home That's runs, the number this one is a conversation of baseball. Yeah, but this and this is a conversation that we've had. You add, you add more offense to baseball. It's longer. You add time to right. baseball. Right. So how do you balance those two things? Right. And then, just like in, uh, maybe some of the arguments could be made for soccer. Okay, well, you add scoring, but you don't get that fun breakaway that maybe doesn't end up in a score, but you get anticipation out of it. Right. You don't get all right. of the action from the defensive players as well. You're just right. turning the game into your battery and your batter. So it, it just changes the com- hmm. complexity of, uh, of the game. Um, you sometimes feel like that this is just overcomplicated. Like, do we need a, a year-long study on right. the construction of a baseball? Well, I mean, I'm sure there are some graduate students out there that are banking their careers well, on this kind of study. But, like, as a casual fan... I think some of these conclusions that they came to, it's like, oh, well, why? yeah, of course. Some of the conclusions they came to are there is an, um, no structure around the way the balls are mudded up. Yeah. So some people with that mud, Rowdy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got you. I, I, I you was, I was all very interested in this in this ball mud. Yeah. So they mud up the balls differently. Um, there needs to be some some standardization around that. Yeah. The way that the balls are stored is completely different from ballpark to ballpark. I don't think that baseball it's should like ju- boxers or Braves. <laughs> how how are your balls stored? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. Yeah. Uh, it, I didn't even get a look from the uh, sensor over here. No, no he, just went right. He's through. like, oh, we're an hour. We're talking over about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no one's even listening at this point. So there needs to be some uniformity around that. The other thing that they pointed out is, um, which I thought was kind of interesting, is maybe things have technology has advanced so far that they're actually uh, the balls are more centered. That center pill, that oh. um, that rubber core is maybe more centered than it's ever been and because of that the drag on the ball is less I think because tech- it's more yeah. it's it's uh, <coughs> the equilibrium is different I think te- technology is a good point but I uh, I'm gonna create my own conspiracy theory that they just uh, can mask drugs better now that's quite possible too I mean we came out of the the uh, PED era right and and maybe that had something to do I with mean it think too. about the money that I, I do think it's a weird Could thing be in uh, to your point. I do think it's a weird thing to complain about. Yeah, it just seems ding and like dongers the minutia. is fun yeah. too. Yeah, ding and dongs like that Reds game we went to. There were six eight home runs. Mm-hmm. Now Reds is a hitter's park, but yeah, I, as a casual baseball fan, I'm gonna get a couple beers, a couple hot dogs, and see eight home runs. That's a good day that, at the park. That sounds okay. Yeah. 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 It, it turns into a long day. I mean, yeah, they've the talked, if they're considering it could be some kind of environmental issue. Potentially, have they thought about the fact that it could be the earth gearing up for a major uh, catastrophe, a magnetic pole shift in 2018? Oh, we're up for one of those again? Well, <laughs> let me tell you more. Yeah. According to YouTube channel, Arcasa News, in oh. the, their YouTube video, Prepare for the 2018 Pole Shift. When's uh, this hit? Well, so rec- you're, okay. recently it was certainly found that a, quote, certainly pole shift found. always occurred on Earth two years later. Oh, two I don't years know, later than what? I'm guessing 2016. Two years uh, later than we thought. Since uh, Planet Nibiru... 
You know about Planet Nibiru, right? Oh, come on. That Planet X? Planet X. Oh, the one Uh, past Pluto? Planet Nibiru. Oh, yeah, I know all about that. That is on a a longer orbit, and when it comes in, it it brings all kinds of cataclysms. It's got a whole bunch of black holes orbiting around it. Oh, something. Yeah. So since Planet Nibiru folded back from the perihelium and became closest to the Earth, the time is coming soon that, quote, the water baptism will be caused by the pole shift in the summer of 2018. I, Summer. Who, I can tell you whoever wants definitively to, poles affect balls. Yeah. Whoever wants to survive <laughs> to the I think they're directly connected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean these people are on the same I mean these people would agree because they say whoever wants to survive to the quote In fact, kingdom you can only of have a God pole if you have balls. <laughs> uh, they say you must map out the preparation plan elaborately to evacuate and act the preparation surely to evacuate evacuate what the you pole. must map out the preparation plan <laughs> elaborately to evacuate and act the preparation surely to evacuate i don't even think that's a sentence <laughs> well that's all i got i just want to talk wow. about balls baseballs baseballs i'm going to keep an eye on this because this is it, just a personal note here this is not working for my roto team. <laughs> yeah, whatever's I happening. Can't, I can't buy a home run right now. Yeah. yeah. So, Tron. Cool. Rowdy. Tater. I would like to talk you about, got? you know, there's a lot of talk right now about LeBron James being the there's best. There's a lot of talk from you. The about best LeBron athlete James. ever. Uh, best athlete ever. I mean, ever. the best basketball player of all time. Definitely the best athlete of all time. Caitlyn Jenner was the best athlete Many ever. Many people are saying that it's LeBron James. I would like to suggest someone else. Okay. And that person is uh, 30-year-old Chris Anderson. The Birdman? You all know Chris Anderson, right? No. I don't think. Chris the Anderson? The guy from the Miami Yeah, Heat. that is Chris Anderson. Yeah, no, this yeah. is a different Chris Anderson. Okay. Chris Anderson is... Oh, sorry. I just hit my microphone. Chris Anderson is Probably a, the best thing we've said tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he is a soldier... He is also a champion, a champion cheese roller, who has broken the all-time record for the most cheeses won in the death-defying Cooper's Hill cheese rolling. Didn't they just do this this they weekend? They just did it. Where <laughs> is the Cooper's Hill cheese roll? Well, Where does I'm, it take place? I'm glad you asked okay. because every year, people from all over the world gather at the top of Cooper's Hill in the Cotswold Hills of Southwest England. Oh, you are not a. There is no way that you're pronouncing some of these. Uh, No, uh, you're definitely right. I am not. (laughs) Uh, West Hills. But you know what? I'm going to pronounce them the way I want to. There you go. Because this is America. That's right. Freedom. Also, also, I'm pretty sure it's Andouille, not Andouille. It's Andouille. It's Andouille. (laughs) Because this is America. Right. Uh, So the whole goal here is to hurl yourself down a 45-degree grade of Cooper's Hill, chasing a nine-pound wheel of double... I'm going to say Gloucester cheese. Yeah, you might say it's Gloucester. I don't care. Gloucester. The Cooper's Hill cheese rolling has been summarized by a previous participant as, quote, Copper's Hill. 20 young men chasing a cheese off a cliff and tumbling 200 yards to the bottom where they are scraped up by paramedics and packed off to hospital. Uh, That's the other as, as I describe uh, the cheese rolling, I will play a YouTube video for you guys. Oh my no God. one else is going to be able to watch this. this is slow. Yeah. I'll let you guys see some slow motion footage of what this looks like as I describe the event. Well, I've seen the cheese roll. So 
Okay, let me explain. It, it just looks like a bunch of rugby players. That dude just did a complete front flip. They're running down this super steep, grassy hill. Just flipping head over heels. I mean, the dude, look at that. That's two back flips in a row. <laughs> so, the, so the way the event oh, that works. Oh, so, so, he, so each 200 feet this. or 200 yards? Uh, it is it's uh, it's 200 yards. 200 stone. Yeah. 200, so, so that's weights. So oh. each year they they hold four to five races. Five hangers. Oh. A maximum of uh, 15 competitors in each race. The first person over the finish line at the bottom of the hill wins the cheese. Uh, so it's, you know, it's cheese. It comes in a big round it's wheel. Just people flailing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's brutal. Now... This in in theory, the aim is to actually catch the cheese, but the cheese actually has about a one second head start, and mm, it can reach speeds of up to seventy miles an hour. That's a fast cheese. That's enough to also. That guy's got CTE. I'll tell you what, he just never landed, moves through me that fast. He landed on his head like four. To, look at this guy. This guy's a champ. Look at that. Oh, oh, there is he that, goes. Is Face that Chris plant. Anderson? Oh, yeah, it's brutal. This guy's bouncing like a basketball. <laughs> It's it's beautiful, isn't it? This is no. a true sport. If I were a chiropractor, I'd love this. Oh yeah, because these people are going to need some adjustments. So look at that guy; he's on his feet. Oh, there he goes. A cheese that moves over seventy miles an hour—that's enough to knock over and injure even the spectators. In, in fact, in 1997, 30 oh. people were hurt during the the, the chase. I'd say it's more seven than of that. which were just there to watch the thing happen. Oh, so they got hit by the. They cheese. got hit by the cheese. Yeah. Um, now, the uh, the event has been managed up until uh, 2010 by by nominated locals, but because of liability issues, they've actually since then had to oh. basically hold the event spontaneously. So there's no. Uh, they don't have sponsors? No, no sponsors. Uh, no one... If no I one were a chiropractor or a neurologist, I'd sponsor the hell out of this. Yeah, event. Oh, yeah. For sure. So they do have... They're always paramedics. They always have basically catchers who stand on the hill to help catch people. Look at that guy. Oh, that's, He's in a Speedo. Yeah, that's Mangoes. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to him later. His Mangoes are bruised. Uh, so, in fact, be, because of liability issues, in 2013, a police inspector... That guy's breakdancing. A police inspector actually warned the 86-year-old cheesemaker, Diana Smart, that she could be held responsible for injuries. Um, How? Because she made the cheese. They basically said anyone this who... This is some bogus British law. Anyone who, who could be in any way held liable for this thing is, is at risk. Um, Agree to disagree. So... With, with English law. Yeah. What do they call barristers? Yeah. The barristers, yeah. Um, they got wigs. So Rose. there, there are. I do. I think that's classy. I think. <laughs> I think we should adopt that wigs and robes. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So this this event, I would say, like it's definitely it's a true sport. So how do you think LeBron James would do at this sport? Oh, he'd be terrible. I don't think he. Oh, did. he's too tall. Yeah. He's center too tall. of gravity is too high. Yeah. How tall is Chris Anderson? I don't know. He so, looks so like Chris a, Anderson, get this. How he looks tall like is a the real average Brit? So over the last 14 years, okay, Google. he has won 22 uh, races. Yeah, world record holders. 22 so, cheese so races? The, so up, up until this year, the, the record was 20, and he won two of the four races this year. 
Uh, honorable mentions go to Christopher Parparis, who won race two. Not for me, they don't. Flo Early, who won the ladies' race, race three. And then a special shout out to Australian Nathan Anstey, aka Mangoes, who that was Mango while ago, yeah, yeah, who took part wearing just speedos or as he calls them, uh, budgie smugglers. Um, what is a budgie? Budgies I are. I think you know. You know what budgies are. Yeah, I think I think context context clues will will All tell right. you what a budgie well, it's is. Well, plural, so I'm guessing that's. Let uh, me answer your question about budgies. I used to have a pen pal. From Wales. No, come on. Yeah. Who talked about his budgies. And this was in the days before Google, so I had to ask, like, I don't, you know, what Sounds is, like what is, what, what is before, a budgie? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Nambla? Second life? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you swipe on? Where you find oh, Tinder. 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 Yeah. Uh, he was just a friend. Uh, Christopher sure. from Wales. Uh, but yeah, budgies are like parakeets. They're little, like, parakeets. Oh, so you smuggle... So you're smuggling a budgie in your Speedos. Why you got a bird in your pants? Yeah. Now... <laughs> there yeah. are two possible origins that have been proposed for this crazy cheese What ceremony. kind of cheese was this again? It is a double Gloucester cheese, you about eight, eight to nine pounds. So what are we talking here? A sharp cheddar... Uh, it Monster, is a, I, all I know is brie, it's, it's a fairly camembert. hard, it's a fairly hard it's and hard savory cheese. cheese. Oh. So there's a single so Gloucester. Okay. There's a single Gloucester that's a bit more crumbly. Okay. And the like double a, Gloucester mm, is mm. the, 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 um, more firm and savory. Okay. They age it longer or something. Okay. Well, okay. So the, the first theory for the, the event, which has been going on for as long as people can remember is that it, it evolved... <laughs> Since the beginning of time. Oh, really? So the, f- the first theory is that it evolved from a requirement for maintaining grazing rights on, on the, the common fields. Um, so apparently, I don't know, you chase the cheese. Yeah, this only happens in countries that don't have enough room. Right? And, the, and the, second, the second proposal is actually about pagan origins, Oh, where there were uh, customs hinge. of rolling objects down the hill, and it's thought that originally there were bundles of burning brushwood Sisyphean. that would be rolled down the hill to represent the birth of, of the new year after winter. And okay. I can get behind connected that. to this is the fact that as they do this cheese rolling, they also scatter um, sweets and treats and biscuits and oh, it's like a Shriners buns. parade where they where yeah, they like yeah. chuck tootsie rolls at yeah. you. This is the weirdest parade. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a it, it's a that which is said to be a fertility rite to encourage the fruits of the harvest. Gets gets your motor running. Yeah. Okay. Fruits of the bungee. So I don't know what do you guys think. <laughs> Get your bungee ready true, to soar. True, true sport. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a sport because it's you're a going sport. you're going up against somebody. Yeah, it's 15 competitors. Yeah, but it's you go up against races. you go up against people in games as well. Not a game, not a game. It's not, not a game. game. You're talking about games. <laughs> We're talking but about you, sports. You go up against people in games, right? See, I, I say it's a sport because you're running. And oh, he changed his tune. Well, you're not really running. You're, you're tumbling. You're tumbling. You are getting annihilated by this hill. But the fact that the same guy we gotta share has this won video. 22, 22 well, of these like, events uh, in 14 And he was getting years. dragged by a kid. He yeah, said it's like time. the Japanese yeah. guy on Coney Island that... Kobayashi. Uh, Kobayashi mm-hmm. that, can, that, that That's a dominates the eating. Yep. So, it, I mean, this isn't an anomaly necessarily. This guy's just dominant. Yeah. 
So to kind of put you there, I think think it has to be then a sport. If you're, if it's, if it's more than luck, if there's, if there's some skill involved, Mm -hmm. he obviously has skill in games, a strategery. Yeah. There's strategery in games. Think of Euchre or Chess. Yeah. There are, and there are are a lot of repeat winners. Are we relitigating the sport v game? This well, is just for litigation. this particular, for this particular, this is getting retried. Yeah. It's like a Cosby case. You're is just this a keep sport? Trying it. Is it a game? <laughs> is it an activity? It's oh, not an activity. No, let's not throw activity into here because activity could be anything. I'm drinking beer right now. That's so I think an activity. a sport. There's sport game. I would say competition is another one mm-hmm. where at that point there's a see. I disagree. A subjective nature. I disagree. To it. Competition is within sport and game. Yes, competition as. Um, it's the competition spectrum, maybe, with games on one side and sports on the other. No. Yeah, no Could it be a no. continuum? No, because I think the, the, the it's either a game or a sport, right? I, uh, I no, it's I, a think duality. It, I think there's competition involved. Because when I think of gymnastics, that's a competition. It's not a sport necessarily because there, while there's skill involved, it is outside of your hands. Because you, there's a, a subjective nature mm-hmm. to it, but there's subjective nature in everything. Not in ba- some in basketball, except could, games. Games don't have subjective nature because the games they have don't, rules. They don't, and they don't have referees. Bowling is a game. Yes. Euchre is a game. Yes, because they have objective rules, right. not subjective humans do, calling BS calls on okay. you. Okay, I mean this. So, this has a rule. Whoever's the first across the finish line wins this, the that's cheese. That's why it's a game. This is a game. Exactly. Yeah, this it's is a, a game. game. It's a cheese game. This is a game. Basketball is a sport because it mixes the two on a, some, an objective score with some subjective hmm. refereeing. I think we've had and, a breakthrough and here. And competition this, yes. is purely subjective. We've had, we have had a breakthrough here. Yeah, that's Games it. have objective rules. Uh, There's structure without, sports, without human intervention. Sports have subjective officiating. Okay. Yeah. And, and competition is purely subjective. Compe- competition, no, I think competition is a, is a consistent thread throughout. I'm, if I'm playing Euchre against you two, I'm competing against that's yes, why That's, but that, that's but why that, I, but that's I would a say... Gerund. I'm not saying competition as a, as, as a oh, noun. Oh, we're breaking out gerunds? As a noun, a competition. Does like, it end in I-N-G? Competing does. When Boom. you say I'm... Gerund. I'm, <laughs> I, Jared? Jared. He went to Jared? Jared. He no, went to Jared. He didn't go to Jared. He went to He's Jared. Not buying a diamond. I'm, I'm not talking about diamond the, purchasing not, is also a competition. I'm not talking about the act of competing. Like I'm not talking about that type of competition where it's 1v1. I'm saying competition as something where a type of event. A type of event called competition where for in, and I keep bringing up gymnastics. You can mm. look when you're in, in a gymnastics event there is not something where you can say, I scored more points than you because I did something. It's it's subjective. It's up to a I judge. I won more right. points than I'm going to lay this out yes. for you. Here's what I think. Okay. The comp- Man, this is like the best part of the show. All right. Like I, know. Like we are, I, I feel like we are working on something it's, here. It's, <laughs> I'm going to call this, it's the competition continuum. Okay. On the far left uh-huh. are competitions. Uh-huh. In the middle... Sports. Sports. Mm-hmm. On the far right, games. Yes. Okay, give me an example how about, of How each. about this? An event continuum. That way we don't... No, it's because it, it, competition all right, is involved me in an, all of yeah. them. Give me an example but of it's, each. But it's the act of competition versus the event of competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, What's the difference? Give me an example. Tater, you're Or we it. could call it the competitive continuum. Yeah. So it's all competitive. Yes. Right. But not all 
com- not all uh, competitive. competitive events are competitions. Are sports. Whoa. So there has to be some. Uh, yeah, I think it's a continuum. Mm. I think you're right. Like it's a spectrum because you look at NASCAR. This is so pomo. Yeah, we could earn. We could have a, like a PhD for the <laughs> thing. Like someone would do a PhD on the stuff that we're bringing up now. I've known people that have done dumber ones. Yeah. So yeah. if anyone wants to award me a PhD for my competitive continuum, I'll take it. We'll all three take it. Yeah, we'll take it. What is a competition that is not either a sport or a game? That's what the what cheese mean? ball, the cheese roll. No, thing? Oh, no, okay, no, like gymnastics. Uh, yeah, gymnastics or uh, um, ice skating. What's, Why is it gymnastics a sport? Because there's no put the ball through the hoop and score a point that is outside of the subjective nature of refereeing. Yeah, but it's but, but, every every but basketball's got refereeing because you can right the but, guy can miss a shot because he was fouled and it's not called. That's where sport is intermingled between the two. Competition is fully on one side to my right. Like arm wrestling. And and that's a game. That's Be- a competition. I, it's a it's it, about strength. <laughs> strength. No, it, it has it has rules set out and it doesn't need a referee. I can play sorry without a referee. That's a game. Yeah, there is a weight with your brother. There's a weightlifting no, there's the, there's a weightlifting competition because it's just but it's not weight. a game or a sport. Because it's clear that that dude lifted 500 and the other game. dude lifted yeah. 505. Yeah. So it's objectively clear that that dude outcompeted you. Right. right. Okay. And there's an objective clarity to a sport, but there's also a human nature that can be involved. Baseball is a sport. I think we're on to something. Yeah. But competition, a competition is outside of scoring a point that cannot be influenced by a human. I don't know how better to say that. I'm still trying to work that out. You have to have a judge. It's all judge on a competition. Ice skating is all judges. Irregardless. Well, you have objective, objective uh, what would you say, um, like benchmarks. You have intention, yes. You, but, look, if you get more than this, you've outcompeted. But I can say, but at the end of the day, I can say, Rowdy, you're better than Reed. In basketball, yeah. at the end of the day, the referee can't say, Rowdy, I'm awarding you the victory. And in game, referee can't say, Rowdy, I'm awarding you the victory. Only in comp- only in a competition. Okay. Not in competition, but in a competition. Okay. So are we uh, agreed <laughs> that games, then, are the easiest to determine outcome because they have the most rigid objective rule base it's clear structure you either broke the rules or you didn't break the rules right yeah i think of cards i think of board Mm -hmm. games things like that Mm -hmm. there's a very set structure objective structure that you can't do in euchre Mm -hmm. only the person that dealt or ordered it up can go alone the level of now here's here's one thing i would i would throw in there this you know with a lifting could be a wrench because you look at things like gymnastics or I don't know what's the but uh, the dancing thing Rhythmic that they gymnastics. do, yeah. the free yeah. form the or whatever, and, yeah. yeah, like all that. Like you've got judges who are like, I don't know, it's like a five point eight. Like yeah. it's very subjective. But when you get into like weightlifting competitions, you you are lifting a specific yeah. weight. Yeah. Although you do have, you have to do judges? it in a certain manner. Yeah, you got to lock okay. out and, and so you got to do. I, I think mean, so. Are, they do have judges yeah. who can. 
who can right, but it's a ding you, you can disqualify. Okay. It's a continuum. It's a it's a spectrum to say okay. where does it fall, okay. and the more that the judges cannot influence the outcome, it moves right. towards the game. Sport. It moves I think we have stumbled upon the secret further, of our current society game. and universe that it is a spectrum, and within spectrums, you got all kinds of problems. And and Dewey, the chorizo. Oh, yeah. It's a spectrum. <laughs> it's a spectrum. The sausage spectrum. Yeah, yeah. The sausage... You heard it here first. The sausage spectrum and the co- competitive continuum. <laughs> You're not going to get that anywhere else. You got sports. Only you on... You got games. Yeah. You got competition. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Only on episode 40. It's just like... That's the only place you're going to... Chotch and Tabernacle. You <laughs> yeah. got them all. And I think... I mean, really... That's kind of the final word of this podcast. I just wanted Agreed. to let you guys know this is our final episode... Yeah, that is not, not gonna, true. We're not going to do any more because we cracked the code. That's, this, that was our whole this goal. This podcast is a continuum. Yeah. <laughs> Rowdy, what's the rest of your week look like? What do you got going on? All right, Reed, cool. what do you got? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to watch the NBA Finals. Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Uh, well, tonight um, at this point. I'm going to watch a little, probably watch a little baseball. And I've been on a roll uh, for the last two weeks, so I think uh, I will continue to hit the river this weekend. We oh, didn't yeah. talk about last week. You were gone, so we didn't. Oh, talk the Yak about Street Boys. Our, our, Tell me Yak about the Street, Yak Street yeah, Boys. The Yak Street Boys that we started. Oh yes. We uh, broke in uh, Snoop's new kayak. new kayak a couple weeks ago in his inaugural voyage, and uh, down the free flowing White down River the in, in White Central River, Indiana. Will remain that way uh, in perpetuity, and so yeah, I'm gonna do that. I didn't. You're yakking. I, I did a new stretch this last week from Madison Avenue here in Anderson down to uh, Perkinsville, near Bungie's, if any of you are from the area familiar with Bungie's. We are speaking uh, technically of the West Fork White River. Okay. That starts uh, near Portland, Indiana, and its confluence is near Washington, Indiana, with the East Fork White River. Mm. Um, But, yeah. Got that going on. I got to hang with a muskrat for like five minutes on this river. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, on the river last week. And weekend, koi, so. you said? There I were saw koi, koi in the carp, river. four snakes, a kingfisher, a heron. These turtles, man, there was a fork, and my buddy went to the left, and I went to the right. We went around this island, and these turtles were sunbathing, and they were fast, man. They took oh, yeah. off and jumped yep. in the water. While they swam, like you saw them swim away? I usually only see like, them just I saw them in the come water. out of their shell sprint to the water and disappear. Yeah. I got to figure out what kind. Of, as far as I know, we only have four turtles in Indiana, but I, I'm not sure what kind they were. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Water turtles. But they were flying. They were the Indiana green Don't water turtles. Don't buy turtle. turtles are slow, because that's not <laughs> no, true. Yeah, those I, have are... em, I have empirical evidence that yeah, turtles Yeah, usually if sprint. I've been canoeing or kayaking, I usually see the turtles like out, like hanging out on, on like, the logs, logs yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they just drop into well, the water. I know we have the red-eared gone. turtle, the snapping turtle... Soft shell turtle, shell. and there's one more that I can't remember. Yeah, but no, I plan on hitting the water at least once this weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, Snoop, what about you? What you got? NBA finals tomorrow, so yeah. that should be fun. Uh, open up the big, stupid finals with the stupid teams. <laughs> Not excited about it. Uh, Stanley Cup final. Uh, Capitals won tonight, so. Oh, did they? Yeah, that's a real tied up one one. Yeah, tied up one one. So they well, should. I think they're playing Saturday. It's because it's a better. sport and it's a conspiracy. To that's make right. It go yeah, seven. there's too much. There's too much uh, emphasis right. on the officiating. It's not a true competition. The other big thing that's happening, which is, uh, 
is a game. I think, yeah, it would be it would fall closer to a game. Is the Scripps National Spelling Bee oh. finals are tomorrow? You want to talk about people on a spectrum? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. So anyway, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, 10 a.m. finals uh, are on ESPN2 <laughs> and continue on into the night. Uh, I'm just going to keep walking right just over that. Push right through it. And my big Saturday plans uh, I am starting swim lessons for my daughter. Oh, where are you going to do that? Uh, the Jewish Community Center. That's good. Then we can get her out on, on the river. On a kayak. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah, so I signed her up as soon as I could so we could get out there on the kayak. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Is she pumped? She, she has she no, has no idea. idea. I guarantee. I mean, we've explained it. And Are you just going to throw like, her in? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, how else do you learn? Cannonball! Like most things, when we explain it to her, her response is always the same. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. She's up for it. So. Cool. Well, that's it. We did it. Episode 4040. Pour out some of your guys' 40. Lordy, Lordy, look four. who's 40. Man, that's this is good podcast. Yeah. A two hours. Let's just end it. Let's, wrap, let's wrap it up. As always, I want to thank our production guru, Mikey Jetbelly Music, for the mics and stage advice, and the commissioner, Brandon Casburn. If you like the show, head over to Facebook and give us a big thumbs up or share it on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram at sports, sports, sports pod. Email us at sports, sports, sports pod at gmail.com and Twitter at sports X three pod with any questions, headlines or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher and Google play. While you're there, you can also subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about, 